0: focused on the stories that happen in and around El Paso County. I'm your host Sky Anderson and with me today I have El Paso County Interim Director of Public Works Jack Ladley. Jack thanks for joining me today.
1: Thanks uh, thanks for having me Scott I appreciate it.
0: Yeah great so I wanted to start things off if uh, wondering if you could tell me a little bit about your past experience whether it be in public works or just your work history itself. And uh, how long have you been here with El Paso County?
1: Right, so I've only been with the county for about a year. Actually, I just passed my
0: uh, my one year. Mark. Well, congratulations! So, thank you. Appreciate that.
1: <laughs> uh, prior to uh, to this role, I was uh, the operations manager uh, for the public works department in the city of Colorado Springs. Um, Fortunately for me, Kevin Mastin, uh, my boss, was crazy enough to hire me into this role. So uh, yeah, I'm, uh, it's been a, been a great year. And then prior to that, I spent uh, 26 years in the civil engineer career field in the, uh, in the United States Air Force. So have, have quite a bit of a, of a background in uh, public works and engineering.
0: That's wonderful, and in your current role, what is it that you do in this interim director role? So in the, as
1: the interim director, uh, it's kind of uh, touching a little bit of everything. Uh, you know that old saying, Jack of all trades, master of none. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, so I have a great, uh, great team here, uh, made up of almost 250 people, and really wow. my job as I see it is to Uh, knock hurdles down that might be in their way so that they can get out there and execute their job. Um, I don't want there to be uh, an unnecessary focus on external items. Those uh, should fall on me. I want them to be able to get out and focus on their jobs. And uh, fortunately, again, uh, because it's such a neat team, I can give
0: them uh, all the rope they need and they'll run with it and they'll get things done. That's wonderful. For those listeners that may not be familiar with the Department of Public Works, uh, can you just give us a brief overview of the organization?
1: Yeah, so um, Kevin Maston is normally our executive director. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin has been asked to uh, fill in over at the uh, Planning and Community Development Department. Um, hopefully we get him back very soon, um, <laughs> but just want to make sure that I, I put a plug in for Kevin because he is the boss over here. Yeah. Um, and we're made up of the Highway Division, uh, which has 148 people in it, the Engineering Division, which has 51 people in it, our fleet division, which is made up of 35 personnel, um, our resource management group, um, which has uh, 10 folks in it, customer service, um, which has nine folks in it, uh, training and safety group, which was is another five folks. And then when we're fully staffed out, uh, we'll be at about uh, uh, 258 people all total.
0: That's great. And being such a large employer of uh, residents of El Paso County, 250, is that fully staffed? Are you looking to hire? Where are you guys Yeah, so 258
1: would be fully staffed. Right now, we're about 40 positions shy of being fully staffed, and so uh, that's one of the things that uh, we certainly need to to work on, is getting the word out there that we are hiring, and we
0: need folks. So when people are traveling throughout the county, Mm -hmm. right? Plenty of roads to travel on in in this county, and they see the road work that's being done on those county Mm -hmm. roads. Uh, who exactly are they saying?
1: Well, it could be one of two groups. Uh, It could be our highway division or the engineering division. Um, If it's the highway division, uh, you're gonna know them um, by the DPW markings on their uh, reflective safety gear, um, or by the county markings on the vehicles and the equipment that they're operating. Um, When I talk about the highway division, this is a a group of folks that are uh, focused on operations and maintenance of El Paso County's transportation infrastructure. Um, Their essential functions, and this is where you'll really be able to identify them Um, include gravel road maintenance, snow and ice control, um, asphalt patching repair, bridge deck replacement, um, chip seal programs, Uh, roadway signs and markings, um, and then signal installation and repair, just to name a few of the things. But when you see folks out doing those things on county roads, that is probably the highway division that's doing that. If it's the engineering division, it could be a little more challenging because so much of what the engineering does is capital, very large projects, and uh, the vast majority of that is contracted out. Our engineering division is home to um, our county engineer Josh Palmer um, who also serves as the engineering division uh, manager uh, which is kind of unique for us Um, a lot of times you don't see those uh, positions combined that way Mm -hmm. Um, and of course the primary focus of the engineering division is on our capital construction programs as I mentioned our larger maintenance programs such as our uh, milling and paving operations Um, stormwater management, uh, construction and compliance inspection, surveying, traffic engineering, it just goes on and on. Uh, But uh, a lot of times uh, the individuals in the engineering division get lost in so much as if you're out on the job, um, it's usually a contracted job, and that one engineering guy or two engineering
0: inspectors that might be out there may not be immediately visible to you. Sure, and what I think could be interesting for people to know about on that engineering team you know, obviously with big projects like that, a lot of work goes into the project before they get the big machines out on the roads, right? what sort of work does the engineering team do before you even see that work begin right so,
1: so the biggest thing that uh that comes to mind is of course the uh the design mm-hmm. um getting that put together for an overarching project um, and one of the things that i think people don't give our engineering uh, folks enough credit for um, is their involvement in the procurement process and so not only are they engineers and project managers but they're also procurement experts. And so there's a lot, as you pointed out, of
0: heavy lifting that happens before they're ever out on a project. So, this might be something that a lot of people may not know. And, you know, certainly me, I have only been with the county for a couple months. So, you know, like you, pretty new to the county. I did not realize that county fleet and a vehicle management fell under the Department of Public Works. Is that something that's normal for counties or is. Uh you know, is that, is that a little bit different? How, tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, fleet so
1: it, it can be a little bit of a mixed bag when it comes to fleet management. Uh, in some organizations, um, fleet is aligned under a different department altogether. Um, in many organizations, uh, when I talk about organizations, I mean government organizations, mm-hmm. uh, fleet is aligned under public works. Um, but then there's still other organizations where um, fleet is big enough or the municipality or county is big enough that Fleet is its own department. Okay. Um, I feel fortunate to have uh, the Fleet Division working uh, directly under uh, uh, and with uh, the Department of Public Works. Um, the neat part of our Fleet Division is that they're not singular uh, excuse me singularly focused on Public Works, uh, rather their customers uh, comprise 21 different organizations and departments across the county. Wow. Um, and so they've got a, a big lift there in terms of uh, their workload. Um, the fleet division uh, really takes care of uh, providing that life cycle maintenance activities for uh, 1,244 vehicles and, and pieces of equipment yeah it's that's it's a big. lot <laughs> yeah and, and that includes fuel management uh, fuel delivery um, and then uh, vehicle and equipment replacement programs. so they've got a lot on their plate um, and so just the, the scope and the scale of it was something that uh, when I stepped into uh Uh, this role I was a little unprepared for and it was an education piece for me.
0: Yeah absolutely and you mentioned things like fuel delivery and fuel management. You know obviously the county itself is very large and you know you have a couple of main hubs throughout the county but uh, certainly there are times where larger vehicles are on a job site and you know don't have the opportunity to go back and forth could be cost prohibitive for fuel things like that. So would the fleet team then be responsible for helping to get the fuel out to those larger vehicles? That's exactly
1: it, yep. And so we have a person that is dedicated to that. That's their job is that fuel delivery function, um, getting that out to the job sites, making sure that everything's moving. You know, you don't think about, what a challenge it is for a, a, a roller or a grader or a front end loader to get fuel. You know, you and I, we just hop in our car, we drive to the gas station, we fuel up. Mm-hmm. It's not that easy with a piece of heavy equipment. And so really depend on those folks to, to make sure that uh, that fuel gets
0: out there and the jobs are able to continue. So when you gave your initial overview of the Public Works Department, you mentioned the Resource Management Group. Right. I'm not too familiar with them myself. And could you explain a little bit who they are and what they do? Yeah,
1: so this is a, a relatively small team with a very large responsibility. They're focused on the department's finance and budget, excuse me, budget management, as well as uh, some of our critical logistical support for each of the Department of Public Works operational areas. And when I talk about lo- logistical support, I mean supplies, making sure we have gloves, shovels, rakes. Mm-hmm. Um, th- those are the minor things all the way up to the big ticket items that we need to get out there and, uh, and do our job. Um, on top of that, uh, um, not only are they you know, working on our budget and finance piece, but they also assist in the management of all of our departmental procurement. And so I want you to think contracting when I say procurement okay? Um, and getting those things done. Mm-hmm. And I think a really good example of that is uh, We've got about $14 million worth of paving projects um, that just went out the door. And um, our resource management group was an integral part of working with engineering, making sure that those um, proposals, uh, I shouldn't say proposals, but those uh, contracts were put together appropriately, gotten over to the county procurement office, and then executed.
0: Wonderful. So let, let me ask you a question, not that this of course would ever happen, right. but if a citizen had an issue with the road uh, or other county related infrastructure, uh, what should they do?
1: Right, Call us, uh, reach out to our customer service division and uh, the number for that is 719-520-6460 um, mm-hmm. or go to the Public Works website and that's publicworks at com. And on that website, you'll find a link to Citizen Connect. If you hit that link, it has a drop-down menu. Lets you uh, select what your issue is. If it doesn't happen, drop it or hit the drop-down menu. You have an opportunity to type in what your issue is. It'll generate a work order. And then, if you want a call back, you can certainly request a call back, and then a customer service uh, person will uh, will call back. I think most people don't know this about Public Works, and that's that we're a 24/7, 365-day uh, operation. Wow. And our customer service folks. Um, are here each and every day of the year, they're truly, how do I put this, the voice in the face of the organization. And so if you're a citizen and you're reaching out, uh, it's going to be my customer service group that uh, that you're mostly going to interact with. Um, And so they're just uh, the lifeblood of the organization in terms of, um, because we really do rely on uh, citizen uh, concern, citizen input, as you pointed out, the county is enormous, and yeah. we can't be in all places at all times. So when uh, citizens call things in, a lot of times that's the first time we know of an issue, sure. and yeah. uh, and it's our customer service folks that really start bringing that stuff in, making sure work orders are, are input, making sure that's getting out to the uh, to the teams out in the field. You know, when I when I think of customer service, you know, that's what I just pointed out is kind of a piece of that puzzle. Um, but they're also responsible for our work order management, our work in the right-of-way permitting. So if uh, you're a contractor and you need to work in a county right-of-way, you're gonna have to deal with our customer service folks getting the, the appropriate permits to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, facility control and then 24-7 dispatch operations. And so when we're in a snow event, and uh, we're we're rolling. They uh, they're a, a key uh, communication conduit.
0: Yeah, those those uh, snow events tend to happen around here every now and then. Yeah, yeah. And you know, while I uh, may not have known what the resource management group did, I did do a little bit of research. And you know, you mentioned uh, a phone number and a website right. for Citizen Connect. There's also an app for them too. is, there, there is
1: there is an app. Um, and so that's one of the things that I think is really neat. That uh, on that app, um, it'll actually drop a, a geo point for us. Um, so, say you identify a pothole, mm-hmm. and you're at standing at that location. When you input it on the app, it'll uh, jo- it'll geotag uh, wow. where that All pothole right. is specifically. So, it's actually a really neat tool for us. Very yeah. cool. Uh,
0: so, while we're on the topic of infrastructure. Uh, can you give us a quick overview of just the county's infrastructure? Well? Yeah,
1: yeah. So you know, we keep talking about how uh, huge the county is, and so you know, we are two thousand one hundred fifty-eight square miles, and and I'm a very visual person. Sure. So if you think about that, that's an area larger than the state of Delaware. Ooh. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's enormous. Uh, we have two thousand three hundred twenty-four lane miles of paved roads. We have two thousand eighty-two lane miles of gravel roads. Uh, a total of 4,406 miles. If you string that from end to end, and again, I'm a visual person, Mm -hmm. you can stretch that uh, from Colorado Springs all the way to Belfast, Ireland. It's a bit of a waste. It is, but. it is. And so, so you hear, you know, I've heard a funny joke one time. It was uh, snow plows are like unicorns. Um, I've heard of them, but I've never actually seen one. <laughs> sure. and, but when you put it in that context, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, this is a road that stretches from Colorado Springs to Belfast, Ireland, and I'm able to put out 40 plows. Um, in a given snow event, yeah, it, uh, it might be a while before, uh, before you actually pass one out Sure. There. Yeah, so uh, it uh, just kind of drives that point home. I think also on our infrastructure, um, you know, if I just talk about um, the, the sheer volume of assets that we have out there, 262 bridges, 21.8 miles of open channel, 30 county-maintained extended detention basins, 10 county-maintained dams, um, 403 county inspected detention basins. We don't necessarily own them, but we have an obligation to go out and inspect them. And the list just uh, keeps going. 250 light vehicles, 232 medium uh, uh, vehicles. And so when you put all this together, you can see that it's just a, a significant amount of infrastructure and number of assets that we have to care
0: for. So you're a visual. You talked about right. being a visual person. and. When we're talking about scale and scope of the county infrastructure, one of the things that comes to my mind is cost. Mm -hmm. Plenty of people are numbers people out there. You You were listing some really impressive numbers there. But for the construction, the maintenance, the repair, there's gotta be quite the cost associated with that. How is all of this funded?
1: Yeah, so uh, you know, when we talk about uh, infrastructure, maintenance and repair, we're, we're talking millions of dollars a year. It's, it's just expensive and there's no way around that. We have uh, several funding mechanisms, uh, but the three main sources are the County Road and Bridge Fund, uh, Federal Grants, and the Pikes Peak Rural Transportation Authority, or PPRTA. Um, For listeners that aren't familiar with PPRTA, this is a 1% sales tax. Um, It was approved by voters in, I believe it was 2004, and dedicated to transportation infrastructure, maintenance, capital improvement, and transit. Um, PPRTA is a collaborative uh, effort among six member governments. So El Paso County is a part of it, Colorado Springs is a part of PPRTA, Manitou Springs, Green Mountain Falls, Rama, and Callahan. Okay. Um, just just some, some points in time, you know, we've uh, maintained 7,755 lane miles of gravel road maintenance or completed that uh, so far this year. Um, I anticipate, you know, we're just beyond the halfway point in the year, I anticipate we'll double that. Um, I would say the same for our, uh, when I talk about gravel road maintenance, for our dust abatement programs, for our regraveling programs, for our rehabilitation programs, uh, we're going to see um, a doubling in production uh, this year from what we have done previously, and it's because of the dedication of the team and the staff. You know, earlier I talked about being understaffed by about 40 positions, mm-hmm, yeah. but what the highway division has done and what the high, uh, engineering division has done is figured out ways to collaborate, figure out ways to... Uh, um, for lack of a better word, rob from Peter to pay Paul, take resources <laughs> right. from, uh, from other projects and move right. them here so we can get this done, move them here so we can get this done. Mm-hmm. And the uh, collaborative effect has just been absolutely phenomenal.
0: Yeah, and you, you mentioned collaborative effect. Just going back to PPRTA for a second, it's not just El Paso County that's mm-hmm. a part of PPRTA. Right. Correct. There are other, uh, there are other municipalities Correct. that benefit from that. Uh, City of Colorado Springs, Manitou Springs, Calhoun, Rima, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, others. Can you talk just just a little bit more maybe about how it, it collaborating with those other municipalities has really benefited El Paso County's Department of Public Works. Right. In those relationships with those. Yeah,
1: and and so, you know, when we talk about collaboration of effort, I think there's two pieces to that. There's that internal collaboration of effort, which we've been uh, really good at, and then there's that external collaboration. And so any chance that we get, we're sitting down with um, our uh, local municipal neighbors. um, Colorado Springs is one that comes to mind and go, okay, where can we team up and make each other more effective? Snow and ice control is a really good example. Mark Shuffle wrote um it's a road that uh is uh, predominantly owned by the city there are sections that are county but we go hey you know what our acres facility is right next to mark shuffle road why don't you let us take that on um so you don't have to send uh, a plow truck all the way out east and we'll take care of that in return uh, the city will look at a road like uh, Woodman and go, hey, we're already running out to um, point X on Woodman Road. Why don't you let us take that the rest of the way and get that opened up for you? And so when you see that collaborative effort across the board, it, uh, it serves our community um, so much better. And I think it makes us all that much more successful. Snow and ice control is just one example of, of many examples I could share where, where we're collaborating with other public works departments to
0: uh, help us all get our missions accomplished. And so at this point, our listeners probably have a pretty good general feel for the Public Works Department, right? And what they may not know are the key and critical issues the department is facing. You know, we mentioned staffing shortages right. a little bit earlier. Uh, can we touch on maybe some of those other current issues and yeah. how you're addressing those? Yeah,
1: so I've got three that uh, that immediately come to mind. One of them uh, I'm, I'd, I'd like to talk to is the staffing issue. Mm-hmm. That's the one that, two of them are good news stories. One of them is, uh, you yeah, know, makes me yeah, suck when yeah, through my Yeah, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, one, uh, I think the first one I want to talk about is our self-assessment. Uh, so we started this in, uh, in March of 2020. 2022. And really, what it is for us is a a deep dive into uh, public works industry best management practices and how compliant are we as an organization with those practices. Um, We're probably going to look at, uh, and this is a rough number, but about 300 individual management practices and uh, determine our level of compliance with that. From there, Um, For those areas where we need improvement, we're going to enter into an improvement phase and start addressing um, those issues. Um, And so I anticipate this taking about 18 months for us to get through it. Um, I've had some people go, why are you doing this? Well, it puts us on a path as an organization, uh, on a path of continuous improvement. And the one thing that we want to make sure that we're doing is that we are being good stewards of the resources um, that are provided to us, but then in turn, providing the uh, the best services that we can provide uh, back out to our, our citizens and our customers. Um, the other one, uh, the other item that comes to mind is our strategic planning. Um, we, uh, the senior leaders of the department uh, just recently uh, completed our strategic plan and that's gonna carry us through 2026. And really it's gonna help us uh, Uh, support the county strategic plan, um, but also inform our uh, future decision making to to ensure that we stay on track and on target toward a set of realistic goals. Um, Our plan includes uh, four overarching goals and then 96 individual objectives that are going to help us uh, to reach those goals. And again, what we want to do is stay on a path of continuous improvement. Um, As I mentioned earlier, we're not a high tax county. Mm-hmm. And so we need to make the best use of our resources that, uh, that we can. Uh, and I think that by staying on that path of continuous improvement, uh, it helps us get there. Then the bad news story, the uh-huh. one I'm most concerned about, sure. which, is, uh, which is the staffing issues. Um, We currently have uh, 40 FTE vacancies uh, across the department, so we're right about 80% manned. And uh, being an old military guy, I I think of it in terms of uh, combat effectiveness. Uh, A unit is not combat effective once they hit that 70% mark and we're we're getting pretty close to that. And so that's something that I feel strongly that we have to uh, internally work on is that recruiting piece. I think if there's a... A silver lining, it's that we're not the only ones feeling this. Um PBS just did a news article um, where they looked at a public works department in uh, South Carolina, and then a public works department here in uh, Colorado, and we're all feeling the same impact. Um, government work just doesn't have the appeal that it once did. On top of that, uh, government work doesn't necessarily pay um, as good as you might find uh, out uh, on the on the market, and so we have some real challenges in front of us. Uh, fortunately. Um, our County Administrator, our County Commissioners, they recognize these things and are, are putting plans in place to uh, to move them along. Internally, we're also trying to address it uh, uh, through our DPW Connects program um, and uh, through other recruitment measures. Uh, but it is, it's something that is of, of concern to me right now, especially as we move into snow and ice control season. If you think of 40 vacancies, um, that's essentially um, one full shift of uh, of operators that we're not going to be able to field. Um, and that's that's very concerning.
0: So there were a couple things there that I wanted to sort of follow up with you on. Uh, you mentioned DPW connects as right. a recruitment tool. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because that sounds. It's kind of interesting. Yeah,
1: so I'm really excited about DPW Connects. And this was a uh, brainchild of uh, Lee Simpson, who is a uh, member of our uh, resource management group. And uh, it's going to be a pilot program. And what we're initially going to do is we're going to partner with the Pikes Peak Business Education Alliance as well as D49. Um, And our goal is to set up um, internship programs, um, job shadowing programs, Um, and uh, I think career fairs, for lack of a better word, Mm -hmm. where we bring in high school age students and let them see what Public Works is all about, what Public Works has to offer, you know, from, from surveyors to engineers to uh, to mechanics to heavy equipment operators to um, skilled technicians. Um, because not every kid wants to go to college. Sure. Um, yeah. Some of them are looking for a technical trade, and I really want to open their eyes and, uh, and, and get them exposed to what it is a Public Works department uh, has to offer. I think that will benefit us internally. Mm-hmm. Uh, But I think it'll also benefit the students. You think about it, you know, a kid comes out and says, uh, hey, uh, they had me fill a pothole, that sucked, I'm going to college, you know, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> might have just helped the kid make a decision. Yeah. Uh, but there might be a, a young person that comes in and goes, man, I love this. This is what I want to do. And uh, we've just developed a career path for them. And I just, I'm really passionate about that. I think equally uh, the D49 counselors have just been amazing and the passion that I'm sensing out of them for this program as well. So I think we really have an opportunity here to, uh, to highlight and share. Uh, showcase what uh, the Department of Public Works has to offer. So we're going to start a little small. We're going to start with District 49 just because we don't know what we don't know. Mm -hmm. I think conceptually uh, and eventually uh, through partnership with the Pike Speak Business Education Alliance, we'd open up that site picture and start including uh, other school districts as well.
0: Great. No, that that sounds wonderful. I think, you know, anytime you have an opportunity to Put additional options in front of high school students to show them what's out there I just think about exactly. when, I was, when I was a high school student it was just you're going to college right right yes. there was never any yeah. talk about additional pathways or anything like that and I knew plenty of people who college was just not just sure. not what they wanted yeah. to do, right? It didn't. It didn't yeah. fit what they wanted to do with their. Lives. But I
1: think too, you know, for a lot of uh, students and myself included, when I was uh, young, was uh, you know one day I wanted to be a ballerina and the next day I wanted <laughs> to be a fire truck, you know. <laughs> yeah. And so something like this might have given me um, perhaps a little more guidance, mm-hmm. um, a little more um, insight into career opportunities. Yeah. Sure.
0: And you you also mentioned initially that government government jobs. May not always be the highest paying jobs. you know, private sector jobs sometimes can can, sure. affi- can you know offer something a little bit more in terms of a salary.. Right. But I do think it's important to mention benefits that may not show up in that salary. Ryan, right. right? When people are looking at job descriptions. And I know Public Works does quite a few things uh, yeah. to, to help out with that. Could you talk a little bit about those benefits that yeah. aren't exactly seen on that salary yeah. line? Yeah, so
1: sure. Uh, one of the, the programs we have is what we call our Entry-Level Driver Training Program. Um, so, you know, to, to join our team, you don't have to have a CDL um if you're going to join the, the highway division what we'll do is uh you pass our background check uh, we get you on board and i have a person on staff that will work with you um to get you um, your commercial driver's license which is a huge benefit uh, that is really a, a neat program we also have a plethora of other training programs uh, we are looking at everything from Uh, introductory supervisor and leadership training all the way down to technical training out in the field Uh, and I have a team that's uh, that's dedicated to providing that Uh, another piece of it that uh, we're taking a look at it hasn't launched yet uh, but we're working it right now is uh, career progression classifications. And so one of the things that, uh, and this is traditional in government work, um, if you're a maintenance worker one, you have to wait for a maintenance worker two to retire, resign, leave, something like that, and then you have to interview for the job and hopefully you get a promotion. Mm -hmm. What we're hoping to do with our career progression classifications is to bring you in as a maintenance worker one, a certain amount of time as a maintenance worker one, complete a certain amount of training and we automatically promote you to maintenance worker two.
0: Um,
1: And again, certain amount of time as a maintenance worker worker two, complete a certain amount of training, and boom, we automatically automatically promote you to maintenance worker three. And so really what we want to do is to develop a career path, career progression. So if you join our team as an entry-level maintenance worker one, on day one, I can sit down with you and I can show you what it's going to take if someday you want to sit in my seat. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to put together a career plan, what we call our um, individual development plan to show you a path to get to that point so that's really exciting and so you're absolutely right it's not necessarily always about the the salary itself but what does the job offer me as an individual or you as an individual for that career progression and growth
0: yeah no that's fantastic and you know while we're on the topic if people are listening and they think huh maybe that does sound interesting huh maybe I do want to apply for a job Can you tell them where they can go?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So jump out on the El Paso County website um, under the departments tab, look for human resources. And then uh, jump out to uh, to their job application site, and all of the jobs that are available in El Paso County are, are out there. I'd ask that you focus on public works jobs, <laughs> <laughs> but they're out there and they're available. Um, and the and the application process is isn't a horrible process. I mean, I went through it a year ago. You just went through yep. it recently. Yep. It's, it's pretty painless.
0: Uh, yeah, they're definitely not going to put you through five or six different uh, rotations yes. with everyone to yes. to go through the interview process. Yes, no, that's absolutely. Great. Well, is there anything else that you'd like to add? about public works, about you know things that you guys are working on uh, that you think would be beneficial? for
1: You know I think it's the time of year you know here we are in September um, and uh, we're about to have our our snow school for the year. Snow school is when we get our operators trained up, retrained, or or re-energized into the thought process that they're going to be out there uh, pushing snow. So we have them run their routes, check their equipment, get all that stuff done. Mm -hmm. Um, The thing I would like to ask our uh, citizens is prepare yourselves. Get prepared for snow. Um, and I'll say it, uh, you may have heard me say it in uh, television interviews before, ice and snow, take it slow. Um, if uh, if it's snowing out there, give yourself additional time. If you see a plow truck out there, back off. They've got their hands full. Um, I want you to imagine somebody that is running a, a 10-ton um, vehicle, um, has a computer inside that helps them uh, in terms of uh, Uh, what they're putting out of the back end of that. They also have their hand on a joystick where they're controlling that front plow, so they're very busy in that cab. Don't assume that they see you. Assume that they don't see you and give them plenty of space Uh, to do their job because once they get their job done you getting to and from where you need to be is going to be a heck of a lot easier
0: (laughs) that's good well thank you Jack I appreciate you taking the time with me today Uh, I think it's really valuable for people in El Paso County to understand what the Public Works team does and uh, really let them know that there is a way for them to contact you if they find you know there are things that might need your attention and and all that so thank you for again for taking the time today I really appreciate it well thanks for the opportunity This